inshallah we'll be having a few minutes every night to go over some of the ayat that will be recited in the tarawih in our respective tarawih that we are performing inshallah in our locations and usually we used to have this tarawih session after the tarawih prayer this tafsir session after the tarawih prayer um, after the witr prayer and many people used to stay back and benefit from these sessions um, however at this time we do not know exactly when the different taravis will be ending and that is why we decided to do it before Isha so that we can get uh, everyone together at this time easily after enjoying their iftar after enjoying their dinner and having an opportunity to perform maghrib etc then they can inshallah uh, gather together in their homes listen for a few minutes about the certain meanings of the ayats of the Quran that will be recited in Taraweeh and certain lessons that we can extract from those ayat and then inshallah proceed with the with the Taraweeh Salah itself <coughs> so this is a very busy time between iftar and dinner and before Taraweeh this is a time uh, uh, which uh, uh, we are running from one amal to the next amal and uh, this is not the time for drawn out long talks so we'll try to keep it short and brief inshallah 15 minutes or 20 minutes not longer than that inshallah uh, and cover just a few ayat from the uh, recited uh, portion inshallah daily so inshallah today or tonight I would like to cover a few ayat Starting from ayah number 67 of Surah Al-Baqarah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says بَعْدَنْ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُكُمْ أَنْ تَذْبَحُوا بَقَرَةِ قَالُوا أَتَتَّخِذُنَا هُزُوَا قَالْ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ أَنْ أَكُونَ مِنَ الْجَاهِلِينَ <coughs> In Surah Al-Baqarah, the reason I chose this, um, these verses and these particular ayat is because there are many lessons in these ayat. And there is a story behind these ayat. And that story is such that we can all benefit from. And it also is the particular story that gives the name of the Surah Baqarah Baqarah. Why the Surah Baqarah is called Baqarah. And this story is from the time of Musa alayhi salam. The story is from the time of Nabi Musa alayhi salam and the Bani Israel. So, the conditions that are behind the story that led to the revelation is that in the time of Musa alayhi salam and the Bani Israel, there was a man who was intending to marry a woman and this woman was his cousin and her father was his uncle he was not giving permission for him to marry that woman that girl that cousin of his and he was very desirous of marrying her also some narrations mentioned that possibly he was going to inherit uh, from his uncle and he wanted to uh, get rid of this obstacle so na'udhu billah a very grave crime he committed the crime of murder and he killed his own uncle and after killing him he took his body uh, 
and he dragged it outside and he put it in the public street of the neighborhood and the next morning the people when they woke up they went out they saw the dead body lying in the street and uh, they were very confused they were very perturbed that who could a murderer be who is the one who had the audacity to kill him and throw his body out in the street and they started investigating and they could not find who the murderer was and the lead of the investigation party the one who was actually in the forefront trying to find out who killed the uncle was the criminal himself was the perpetrator himself the nephew Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in the Quran as well um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَإِذْ قَتَلْتُمْ نَفْسًا فَدَّارَأْتُمْ فِيهَا وَاللَّهُ مُخْرِجٌ مَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْتُمُونَ And remember when you had killed a person and then you were arguing with one another and trying to find out who it is who committed the murder and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already decreed that he was going to expose that which you were hiding. So when they could not figure out who it was they came to Musa alayhi salam and asked him can you tell us who it is Musa alayhi salam said that I'm not sure I do not know who it is myself uh, then they asked Musa alayhi salam that okay why don't you speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inform you who the murderer is so Musa alayhi salam then asked Allah ta'ala that oh Allah uh, this is the case at hand and the people want to know who the murderer is can you inform us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent wahi to Musa alayhi salam that what is the way to adopt to determine the murderer this is mentioned in the ayah وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ and remember when Musa alayhi salam said to his people إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُكُمْ verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is commanding you أَن تَذْبَحُوا بَقَرَةً that you need to slaughter a cow أَن تَذْبَحُوا بَقَرَةً you need to slaughter a cow so they came to ask him who is the murderer and Musa alayhi salam responded by saying you need to slaughter a cow it, it apparently does not seem related at all the answer does not relate to the question um, but the Bani Israel the people uh, of the, uh, that time they should have realized that they are speaking to a prophet of Allah and of course he will be giving them divine guidance they should accept it and without any question without any hesitation without any rejection they should accept the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what did they do? قَالُوا أَتَتَّخِذُنَا هُزُوَا نَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ This is a very wrong uh, type of response and unacceptable. They responded back by saying, Are you joking with us? Are you making fun of us? أَتَتَّخِذُنَا هُزُوَا Are you mocking us? How can you say such a thing? So Musa alayhi salam, um, uh, he, he was a very... Uh, affected by their reply and he said he said I seek the protection in Allah that I be amongst those who are ignorant so few lessons here is uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have uh, directly uh, informed Musa alayhi salam who the murderer is but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instead uh Ask Musa salam to ask them to slaughter a cow because this is a system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even when miracles occur in the Quran there's always some physical effort uh, that is uh, a part of it um, 
like we see with respect to Maryam um, when she delivered the baby and she was in extreme hunger and Allah Ta'ala said that she was under a tree that was a barren tree the fruits could have just fallen in her lap but rather Allah Ta'ala says shake the dry tree and fresh uh, ripe fruit will fall upon you um Allah Ta'ala says to Ayyub Alayhi Salaam Urkuth bi rizlik Hadha mukhtasalun Baridun wa sharab That stomp your feet in, Into the ground And a spring will gush forth You bathe therein And drink the water You will be cured of your sickness And all of your sickness Will go away So this miraculous spring That is coming That is going to Remove is a sickness That Ayyub Alayhi Salaam Had for so many years And that is why He was thrown out of the town that sickness is going to go away Everything will be fine It's a, it's a miracle It's a mu'ajizah But he had to Stomp his foot on the ground And Maryam alayhi salam Had to shake the tree So Allah Ta'ala wants us to do some effort Even in the miracles So over here This was going to be a miraculous event uh, But Allah Ta'ala wanted them To uh, go through the procedure And he made a system The system is That they have to um, Slaughter a cow And what did they do After they slaughtered the cow? فَقُلْنَا ضَرِبُوهُ بِبَعْضِيهَا Then Allah Ta'ala wanted them to take a portion of that uh, killed cow, that sacrificed cow, and touch it to the body of the deceased person, the killed person, the murdered victim, the uncle. So touch it. And Allah Ta'ala says, فَقُلْنَا ضَرِبُوهُ بِبَعْضِيهَا كَذَلِكَ يُحِيَ اللَّهُ الْمَوْتَى And just like you will see uh, this dead person, he will come alive. And he himself will identify who his murderer was. He will point him out with his hand He will point towards the murderer With his finger He will point and say This is the one And then he will go back uh, He will lay back down And he will die again And as you see This dead person coming to life And identifying his killer uh, This is a sign Of the greatness of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala That in a similar manner He will bring all the dead Back to life On the day of judgment Just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Brought this person back to life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is capable Fully capable has the ability to bring the entire humanity back to life on the day of judgment. Kadarika, the similar manner, Yuhiyallahul Mota, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring the dead back to life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed that taking a living cow and killing it can become the means of bringing a dead man back to life. The dead man is coming back to life through the killing of a live cow. Allah Ta'ala is the one who works in amazing, strange ways. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Uh, so that is uh, And another reason is That the Jews And the Bani Israel They had uh, uh, Got involved in shirk And worshipping the calf uh, And they had uh, This level of attachment uh, With the golden calf That came in the time of Samuri uh, 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 And the time uh, When Musa Islam left them And went to the mountain they got involved in worshipping the golden calf That is a long story So they had the, that attachment to the to the calf and to the cow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to uh, make them realize that This is a creation which is there for the service of mankind and humanity And is not something to be worshipped But rather it is a gift from Allah ta'ala for us to benefit from So that is why Allah ta'ala asked them to slaughter the cow Now Um the scholars say that when the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving a command and to say that are you joking are you are you making mockery of us this is a kalima of kufr this type of statement will take a person out of the fold of Islam jesting with a Nabi mocking at a Nabi of Allah 
And Musa salam, therefore, he did not reply back and say, I'm not mocking, I'm not jesting, I'm not joking. Rather, he said, I seek the protection of Allah that I be amongst the ignorant ones. Uh, so he, say, he is saying that joking about matters of deen and mocking matters of deen and, and somebody comes with a serious question and then you make fun of that person, this is an act of an ignorant person. This is an act of a jahil. And I seek the protection of Allah. I do not want to be amongst the jahilin. So that, that is how Musa a.s. responded. Now, Allah Ta'ala said, Baqaratan, any cow they could have sacrificed. And the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have been fulfilled. They would have been okay. And they would have gotten the answer. Now, obviously, the one who is in charge of this whole um, investigation team, he himself is the culprit. And uh, he does not want uh, to be identified. He's trying to hide himself. So they were trying to evade it. And they were trying to come up with different excuses not to fulfill the order of Musa salam, the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they started asking questions. Started asking more and more questions and making it more difficult for themselves. Um, the next ayah, 68. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they said to Musa salam, make dua to your Lord uh, to make clear for us exactly what does he intend. Right? What does he intend? Now there is no need for any further clarification. If Musa salam had told them, you have to sacrifice an animal, haywanan, then they could say, which haywan do you mean? Which animal do you, are you referring to? But here it was already specified, it has to be a cow. Any cow would have been sufficient. But they started asking questions. And this is a lesson for us, that unnecessary questions uh, are not something good uh, and is a sign of a person trying to evade the actual practice and amal and fulfillment of the command when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us a command when Rasulullah gives us a command when we learn this is what Allah and the Rasul want then we should rush to comply we should not continue to ask further questions uh, and to uh, get, out of the, get out of the matter and to find some excuse and their style of addressing Musa also shows uh, their arrogance they said Ud'u lana rabbaka. ask your lord now this Rabb is not is he not their Rabb as well is he not our Rabb is he not Rabbul Alameen of course so they should have said Ud'u lana Rabbana uh, go and ask for us from our Lord from our Rabb but rather they said Rabbaka this is how they responded to Musa salam on another occasion they said Idhab anta wa Rabbuka faqatila innaha huna qa'idun you go and your Lord go and both of you fight against the enemy we are going to not fight we are going to sit back we are scared we, are, we don't want to go uh, so this was unfortunately their style of talking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is repeating in the Quran teaching us that this is not how the beloved ones of Allah speak this is how the transgressors speak and we should not follow this way then Musa salam asked Allah ta'ala and came back with a response then Musa Islam came back and said Allah Ta'ala is saying this is going to be a cow which is neither old nor very young but it's right in between middle-aged cow so go ahead and do as you are commanded again reminding them go ahead and fulfill the order as you are commanded don't make excuse and further questions so they could have slaughtered any cow now they had to find a middle-aged cow but these people uh, were coming up with more excuses. Next ayat 69. 
They said, ask upon your Lord, not our Lord, but your Lord, your Rabb, ask him that he should explain to us what is the color of the cow. Exactly what color is it? Uh, it could have been brown, it could have been black, it could have been white, it could have been any color. But now they're asking the color. Musa salam asked Allah Ta'ala and came back with a response. He's saying, oh, the color of the cow, you're asking, oh my God, it has to be a yellow cow, which is absolutely rare to find. Baqaratun Safara, yellow cow. And faqi'un launuha, its color must be very bright. Tasurun nazirin, it should be pleasing to the onlooker, to the observer. The one who looks at it should be happy to see such a beautiful, bright yellow cow. So by the way, a side point we learned is the color yellow is uplifting. That's proven through uh, uh, research and uh, and scientists as well. That the yellow color is an uplifting color. It is a bright color. Uplifts the spirits. Uh, and uh, this is what Allah Ta'ala mentioned here. Tasurrun nadirin. It will be pleasing to the observers to see this yellow cow. Okay? So now they should have gone ahead and done it. But they said, again they came back with an excuse. Okay, they said, This is now ayah number 70. Ayah number 70. They said, Ask from your uh, from your Rabb, ask for us, for our, uh, that Yubayin Lana, he should explain to us clearly, Mahia. Uh, what exactly does he mean? What type of cow does he want? What is the Mahia? What, what is the reality of this cow? Because we have found a couple yellow cows. And they are looking similar to us, and we're not sure exactly which one Allah wants. Okay, wa inna insha Allah hula muhtadun, and insha Allah they by mistake just by by chance they said insha Allah, and we insha Allah if Allah wishes will be rightly guided. So, uh, the scholars of Tafsir say here that they would have kept on asking questions, and they would have kept on uh, being confused, uh, and would not, not not have found it what they're looking for. They would have found found many uh, cam, uh, many cows that fit the description, and they would have been confused which one to slaughter, uh, and if they had not said inshallah. But this time they ended up saying inshallah if Allah wills. So Allah Taala made it uh, easy for them, and put an end to this uh, this whole um, episode. So Allah uh, uh, Musa salam then responded. Qala innahu yaqulu innaha. Musa Islam now the final time he ends up giving such descriptions which would make it uh, really difficult to find any cow that has these attributes uh, and if you find it it's probably going to be the only one then you don't have any confusion well, which one is it you can go ahead and slaughter it this is such a cow which has never been trained to uh, by its master, Zalul, that has been trained by its master, to thirul arda, to plow the earth. It was never used to till the earth. It was never used to uh, pull a plow to till the earth. All right. Wala It never was used to irrigate the fields. Okay. So basically, this is a middle-aged cow. It's not a baby cow. It's a middle-aged cow, and uh, the master never used it. And this is going to be really hard because you invest so much in a cow. You feed it every day. So much food. You take care of it, and then you derive benefit from it. You use it to pull the plow, or to um, irrigate the crops, and you and they would use it in their in for, um, uh, uh, to uh, as a to help in labor. 
but this is cow that is been raised and everything but has never been used now how are you going to find this musallamatun la shiyata fiha and it's free from any faults there is not a single spot on it it's completely spotless pure yellow cow okay so now they said go and find this one you won't find a whole bunch of cows that uh fit this description so they were searching high and low and um on the other side there was another story parallel story to this i'm going to try to wrap it up because i see i'm going over time and everyone has to perform tarawih so i'll wrap it up quickly what happened was that there was a father uh, who had a, a lot of concern for his children he was a god-fearing father and he had a small baby cow he let him out into the jungle and said oh allah uh, i'm leaving i'm dying uh, and i put this cow in your protection oh allah make sure that uh, uh, this cow can become a means of der- uh, my children and my family driving benefit after i'm gone and he died and then the years passed and when the child the orphan was grew up a little bit and was still a young boy and the mother one day told him that your father had left a cow out in the jungle and he had left in the protection of allah you should go out into the jungle and go and call out that oh cow of my father that was in the protection of allah come back to me so i can take you home uh, i'm making the story short so basically he went, he goes out into the jungle and he calls out for his father's cow and he finds a cow and this cow guess what it's middle aged and this cow is yellow has no spots and was never used to till the earth and plow and he was coming back with this cow to take it home when uh he uh the search party looking for the cow came upon him they said oh my god this is yellow cow it has no spots have you used it to till the earth have you used it to pull a plow he said no it's never been used they said this is the one this is what allah taala says in the quran ayah 71 qalu alana ji'ta bil haqq they said now we have found the truth this is the correct description this is the right one so they said can we buy it and he said no he was a very obedient son of his widowed mother he said i have to take permission from my mother i cannot sell it to you they offered him a lot of money he said no way i can't sell it then he went back home asked his mother his mother said that we will sell it for its weight in gold and those people they had to spend a whole treasure to buy the cam uh, to buy that uh, cow they could have gotten by with any random cow but they kept on asking more questions and making it difficult for themselves they ended up having to spend a fortune to buy that cow and that fortune or, or took care of that orphan and the and and the widow for the rest of their lives so allah taala says fadhabahuha so they slaughtered it finally wama kadu yafalun and they were very it was very uh, likely that they would not have done it they were trying to escape and when that meat was touched to uh uh that dead uncle he came alive and he identified his nephew this is the man who killed me and he went back to sleep went back to death allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed his miracle kadhalika yuhyi allahu al-mawta this is how allah brought this dead man back to life in a similar manner he will bring all the dead back to life on the day of judgment uh, so we also learn in from the story that the the man who has tawakkal on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and makes dua for his children even if he dies allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect his children take care of his children just like allah taala took care of the children of the man uh, in surah al-kahf who buried his treasure under the wall and allah taala sent musa and khidr alayhi salam 
to help uh, fix that wall to protect the treasure for the orphans. وَكَانَ أَبُوهُمَا صَالِحًا فَأَرَادَ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يَبْلُغَ أَشُدَّهُمَا وَيَسْتَخْرِجَا كَنْزَهُمَا رَحْمَةً مِّنْ رَبِّ Khidr alayhi salam tells Musa alayhi salam underneath that wall was a treasure. I was ordained by Allah Ta'ala I was ordered by Allah Ta'ala to build, uh, to fix that wall so that the treasure does not become exposed and people do not steal it and their father was a righteous man. So basically the the quality which will ensure that the children will be protected whether we are alive or dead when we are alive they will be protected in our under our gaze in our in our front of our eyes and after we are gone they will also be protected is if we have taqwa if you want to ensure our children are protected their physical needs their worldly needs are fulfilled as well as their ukhrawi needs then we have to ourselves become righteous once we inculcate taqwa and tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of our children and we also see the uh, benefit of the obedience of the mother. The young boy, he could have sold it and he did not know that the cow he has is really worth so much. Because these people who are now in the search party are looking for a cow, they cannot find this type of cow anywhere else. This is the only one uh, that fits the description. But he would not have any knowledge of it. He would have lost out on a, such a great potential benefit and gain if he sold it without taking permission and asking the opinion and command and, and uh, from his mother. So because he was so obedient to his mother, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him so much barakah. So that is a lesson we learn, that obedience to parents, khidmah and service to our parents is a means of barakah and it is a means of, uh, uh, of, uh, of having barakah and risk and provisions in our worldly needs. I will be fulfilled and, ha- and we will have plenty of worldly means, inshallah, by taking care of our parents, by serving our parents, by listening to our parents. And uh, so uh, we also so basically now at the conclusion we learn asking excessive questions is not is reprehensible and making mockery of the ambiya is reprehensible is an act of johala and we see how Allah subhanahu wa taala brought the dead back to life and Allah taala will bring us all back to life this is an opportunity for us to reflect on this reality may Allah subhanahu wa taala allow us to prepare for that day that we return back to Him and may Allah subhanahu wa taala give us deeper understanding of all the verses of the Quran. And allow us to benefit from the word of Allah in this month of Ramadan. Wa akhru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.